0: Um, what, what, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. It's been this is the 43rd episode and every episode is like at least an hour long. So I just I mean, look, if you're listening and if you get anything out of this, just like, you know, I love the comments and I just love one person like saying um, that really helped me here whether it's a clip on my Instagram or an actual podcast or whatever, I get that occasionally. And it's just such a cool thing. Cause like, uh, it sounds cheesy, but like my primary purpose really is to help another alcoholic because I wouldn't have a life without it. And like, mm. I just sort of fell into, um, this, uh, you know, talking about it transparently online so more people that wouldn't necessarily be able to see me in person can hear what I'm trying to say. And it's been pretty cool. Um, we have Sharin Roof. Roof. Sharin Roof here. She married one of my best friends, Jesse, uh, a couple years ago, and they have a kid, Sarah. Yeah,
1: five, um, year, five years ago.
0: Keep it like. Uh, Closer? Yeah, like about a fist. Oh. Jo- Joe Rogan always says about a fist away. And you can scoot that chair around and stuff. So, I mean, what what would be like a couple major bullet points about you and who you are and where you come from or what you're about?
1: That's a loaded question.
0: Oh, right. Just like, you know, like.
1: I don't know. Okay. So I'm a licensed marriage family therapist. I've been working with addicts for a long time, over 10 years. I'm sober myself and in recovery and and that 's you know this is what we do, like you mentioned mm. uh, complete transparency and that 's i mean that 's the name of the name of the game is is this this is it, completely exposed um, and that's that 's the whole premise of the twelve step program is is mm. one alcoholic helping another
0: yeah, it gets a little tricky when you 're speaking to a, a lot of people, uh some of which might not be alcoholic i mm. mean it doesn 't get tricky it just it, i think it gets a little bit more open like i think relating a lot of the sa- these issues that we have that are compounded in us that other people have everyone mm. has these things you know but i think we just have them a little bit more intense like or maybe a lot more intense
1: a lot more intense a and lot more and what yeah. we have a whole lot <laughs> yeah. more intense but that's you, okay, you that's, you're being kind Well, that's the
0: difference Yeah, I think, you know,
1: Um, but I think also because we're more in touch with it. Mm. It's not so much that I'm crazier than the person next to me. It's Mm -hmm. just that I'm constantly picking it apart, talking about it.
0: I think Uh, we're more sensitive. Right. In general, which which makes us more susceptible and more sensitive and more to fear and security. And I mean, I think fear is kind of this the root of like all the. Other defects, mm-hmm. probably. Right? Yeah,
1: everything comes down eventually. If you if you look at it hard enough, you'd see that the the source of it is really fear, whether it's yeah. anger, resentment, envy. You know, all the character right. defects. So I think in a in a you
0: know a really simple, over generalized way, I think um, for whatever reason, alcoholics are just more fearful by nature, and therefore um, we need love and faith and i mean if some people say there's only fear or love and when i really bring that what i understand as to be god and love into any situation it sort of melts the fear away a little bit and then i can relax and Mm. uh, but it keeps coming back and i just gotta keep uh i feel like part of i do this i feel like a big part of the reason i do this is so i can be reminded yeah Too.
1: Of of what you're dealing with, what you're yeah. up against, yeah, yeah,
0: and and I think one thing I talk about a lot is, uh, you know, there's a lot of motivational speakers. You have you have your Tony Robbins's mm-hmm. and your Gary V's and your Jordan Petersons, even Joe Rogans and uh, Bob. There's a lot of people that are talking about a lot of cool cool stuff, but I don't hear a lot of people uh, expressing like their pain and their struggle, like what they're actually, str- I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure that Gary's struggle, I'm sure Tony Robbins like has struggles, but that's just not the angle he's, but I think people can relate to pain and struggle. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm just sharing like, damn, like this is really hard. I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to, Mike might could help someone else. So uh, here we talk a lot about, um, I guess, you know, learning to lose, right. And I think that has so many different meanings and I would just be cool to hear like, what you think or what what is some of the things it means to you if you were to try to unpack that phrase.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so many things. I mean, mm-hmm. learning to lose and then you can pick that apart even more by w- w- what am I referring to as loss though? Because the very thing right. that I'm losing could be the best thing that could ever happen to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, so learning to accept it and embrace it, and um, actually, like, a big part of it for, for me is, like, if I can learn to lose, and I can actually learn to enjoy the game, because a big part of why I don't play certain games, like Monopoly even, <laughs> is because I'm just so, like, I know I'm going to be so uh, angry when I lose, mm. but if I could just enjoy playing, then it's like, I have fun the whole time, and, and I lose, and it's like, oh, cool, I had fun, but... And I learned this and it's just like, I don't know, learning to be like, not not be a sore loser. And I think we also lose like people and there's something to be learned in there too, you know, which is very difficult sometimes to see.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the loss is happening all day, every day. If, If we didn't lose something, then there'd be no motivation to gain, right? Trees are constantly changing and you could call that like it's losing a, a right. layer but really yeah. i can't have access to what's beyond that unless i'm willing to let go animals do it all living beings
2: mm-hmm. do it but
1: if you know this idea of losing though in and out of itself is the issue because it's my attachment to all these things that have me feel mm. like i'm losing something mm-hmm. if i weren't attached then it wouldn't be a loss it wouldn't even be a gain it'll just be
0: and that's the buddhist thing right right
1: That's, that's the Buddhist background. God,
0: it's such a, I feel like it's also the Christian thing too. And, and, and you hear that in like Sermon on the Mount, Mm -hmm. you really, like that message is really driven home in like a little bit of a different way. I think the Buddhist thing is just like, don't have any attachments. And, but I guess like they talk about that in Sermon on the Mount. We have Billy here too, um, who's big on Sermon on the Mount Mm -hmm. and big on surrender and big on, um. You know, not being attached to anything.
3: Rami's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> he smells my onion breath. Oh, wow, nice. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um yeah, you're all going to lose. uh For me right now, it's, you know, if you don't die, you're going to get older. And you're going to start losing physically, especially if you lived like, uh, you know. A hard life, or whatever, and so that's my, you know, challenge. Because even right now, you know, I'm off balance and dizzy, mm-hmm. and wow. um, you know, and uh, I'm the inquisitor, so I wonder if you would mind if I asked you some questions, because I'm super curious about mm-hmm. some things. But I don't know, too personal or what? It's
0: totally fine if you do, but do you mind if I smoke?
2: No, I don't mind.
3: So I've known you, God, for who knows, probably like almost a decade. But I don't really know you. I mean, I hear your shares. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I'm just really curious about, and with everybody, really, you know, where it all comes from. like your heritage maybe your culture the the specific pressures and maybe trauma points Mm -hmm. and things that make you who you are Mm -hmm. and why you share the way you share and the commitment you have to a because i see that with a wednesday night meeting Mm -hmm. i mean
0: sharin actually is i think probably the only person that's ever made me actually cry at a wedding I mean, oh, yeah. it's like a little corny, but it's actually true.
1: Were, were you really quiet? I
0: actually was. Damn. Not when Jesse was crying like a baby, but when you were talking, <laughs> like, you were getting emotional, but Strange was talking about mm. just having a hard life and, you know, just being grateful. Right. Sorry to cut you off, Billy, but I, I too am like. You know, she's
3: super strong. And well, no, that's like, interesting. Like, I, those are the things I don't know. I, I didn't. So your wedding was very emotional. It huh? was
1: very emotional, way more than it needed to be. But <laughs> Jesse uh, yeah. was like bawling. He, yeah, he was crying. Everybody really? Was crying. He just let
3: loose.
0: Huh? He gets really emotional. But yeah, that's cool. He does. Some, yeah. guys, some guys do that. Like Jason did that, too. At his wedding, he was crying like a baby. the whole.
1: Yeah. Show. You don't realize what you're really? Up, like really going to feel. Well, until once you're up there's there.
0: family present. Um, there's a whole different energy that's right. in, the, in the air. Of it's course. this intense, um, you know, f- this, this, uh, blood, I don't know. It's like family. It's like, you know, I think that's kind of how we should actually feel around everyone, but it's way more apparent with, with family.
1: Well, I don't know. I, I think because of the family piece, like we were both, sometimes we deal with anxiety in different ways. Sometimes it looks like crying. Sometimes it looks like, like screaming at you. Sometimes it looks like just being pissed off that day. We were both so anxious way beyond the, the sort of the normal amount of anxiety that somebody would have on their wedding day. Uh Like I just was with family. I hadn't seen for years Uh and everybody was, I was so lost as far as like, what is this? I don't really know you. I don't really know anybody. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. All the sort of all the Persian traditional stuff that took place. Like I was I didn't know what you're supposed to be doing. I was so lost in that. Hmm. And I just felt really, it really fucked me up in that I didn't feel connected to like, that's my background. This is what we do. Mm -hmm. So I I was sort of in this middle because everything of the American culture that I did, I -hmm. also just Googled and looked up and read about. Mm -hmm. There was no real attachment or like a sense of groundedness in either one. Hmm. So when I look at photos I can see that I'm completely checked out. I'm physically there, but I'm not mm. there. Because if I had really tapped into what was going on, I wouldn't have made it. Wow. So I had to be like, all right, we'll we'll you know, do everything we're supposed to do, but I'm not fully gonna be present. Complete dissociation. Huh. Which you do, it's a way of the nervous system it's the way of body for the body to protect itself. You know, if I'm six years old, I can
3: relate. I can relate. And I know
1: that you can. Yeah. So, and so people can't handle this conversation because the wedding is just so magical and it's so wonderful. And it's, did
3: you have a big, was it a big, it was pretty
1: good. Yeah. It was was a pretty pretty good size. Yeah. It was good size. We
0: filmed it and made a cool. It's like the
3: real deal. It
1: was the whole thing. It was everything that you would want it to be. The Ah. dress, the flowers, the food, the family, the, the whole thing was by the books, perfect wedding
0: outside like at least 100 people yeah it was
1: like 150
3: yeah well they say like buying a house a wedding and something else are the most stressful things in life so i can imagine Mm -hmm. um see that's interesting so you did like persian tradition stuff we had both
1: we had both and we we did all the stuff that i didn't want to do but i agreed to because i felt obligated to
3: huh interesting
1: um None of which I really felt connected to. If I could do anything, I would go back. If I could do it all over again, I would go back and cut like 90% of the whole wedding.
3: So you'd be like, let's just do an American wedding and forget all that other stuff? Not even
1: that. Like I would cut out bridesmaids and groomsmen and all this crap. I literally just did it because I I felt like that was what I was supposed to do. Right. So, so anyway, I don't want to get into this wedding. Well, no, video. it's
3: it's interesting to me because Angela is demanding marriage right now because we're not legally mm-hmm. married. And so anything marriage-related is kind of helps me build a picture because, uh, you know, I come from a, you know, I'm a bastard, and I never thought I'd get married. And then I think about my kid. Do I want my kid to be a bastard? And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Anything related to that is, like, super hot issue right now. Mm-hmm because uh angela's like shit or get off the pot we're not having sex unless i'm married i mean she says i can't
0: believe that you just don't want to just get married
3: it's not so simple i Uh it's it's the fighting between it all and the ups and downs and like and more and more i do more and more, I'm sorry, man. It's just taken me a while. But more and more, I see that the yeah. frailties of life and how important it is to have a partner. And she's my partner. It's pretty mm-hmm. fucking obvious.
0: Yeah. And you guys are both alcoholics.
3: We're both at, alcoholics. At, and I don't want to switch the focus too much onto me. Well,
0: cool, but I'm saying, you know, Sharin married Jesse and they're both really alcoholics. Oh, yeah. Alcoholics. They're both alcoholics. And too. I'm, I'm I'm married to Veronica and she's not. And it's, it's, um, I got to be honest, it's been like really, I mean, we've had our stuff, you know, and I've had to like give and I've had to do my thing, but um, I just, yeah, I'm curious what that's like, are you constantly thinking, oh, you're not doing enough? Like, cause Troy's going through the same thing with Dylan. She's like, you need to go to more meetings. It's like always fault finding rather than what we're supposed to be doing, which is only looking inwardly. And I'm just wondering if you've had... Any, you know, anything to say on that?
1: <laughs> I mean, has it been harder? Like, like I want to be positive, but what everything you're describing, like with Troy and Dylan, and, and that kind of scenario, I th- feel like that gets f- way worse if you're married than than if you're dating. One hundred percent. Then is, I'm legally have right. the right to fucking tell you what right. to do, and you're gonna need to do it, and you, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, w- w- I
3: mean there's some power and threat there because there's a po- legal yeah. document, yeah. But
1: also, but that can be the biggest source of fear and it can be the biggest source of security also. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I could feel like I don't want that. I want freedom or I want to like what does that piece of paper mean anyway? But then for me, that means that I can't just go, "You know what? Like I, you know, I thought I'm into this. I'm not. Right. I'm just going to go be with some other dude." you're forced to work shit out mean well, you know what i mean They're- i
0: think rather than telling someone what to do which is how you put it i don't know that you quite meant it that way i think maybe for me it's more like yeah like y- you are forced to walk through it talk about each person you just you know communication and honesty and yeah you can't just walk away uh, you
1: can't and you don't want to and i And and, I don't think, but I think that uh, that's a blessing for me because it's like a a car lease. Like, let's say I make that impulsive choice that day. I just want, I have to have this car and I walk in and I sign and I walk out six months into it. I'm not really into this car. I want a different car. Well, that's too bad because you were in it for three years or two years or however the lease. Right. But that makes me feel like good. Because I can't just, because my mind will take me in so many different directions. Now I want to be with you. Now I want to be, now I don't want to be with anybody, period. Now I want this and that. I personally, in my, the the way that my mind works is I appreciate and respect the structures because I can't have all that much room to decide. I need it to be, like, it has to be in a very structured sort of, this is what you're doing. This is, what you know, I find comfort in that, Mm -hmm. not necessarily find it restrictive but
0: yeah because you know you're in it you know he's in it you know and I I think you know losing to bring it back to the losing thing like you you have to kind of lose a little bit of yourself and give to the other person and you kind of almost become one I, I love looking at it like that like when me and Veronica have a arguments or I I like to call them like, I don't know, like adventures or like, you know, we're trying to figure this out. We're trying to figure out how we as a unit can make this work. We're Mm -hmm. not even like two different people. It's like the dishes need to be washed. Um, how are we going to get that done? How are we going to get that? Like, I don't know, maybe we can do it as a team or, or you're doing something else and I'll do it this. I don't know. It's just, Mm -hmm and 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 in that you're kind of giving up your like independence or your like yeah you're just considering someone else's feelings 100% mm. and totally and completely and like you're actually able to be vulnerable because you know they're not going to just walk away right and vice versa
1: yeah but that's but that's what i mean so it's it's going back to a and the 12 steps it's by admitting powerlessness i'm actually gaining power So how that works in relationships is the more that I'm seemingly giving so much to you, I want to just go and be free so I don't have to give, but the giving is not so much to you. The more that I give, I'm gaining probably double that or more. Mm. So in the giving, so in the relating, in in, in that, when I find myself in that situation where I'm upset and annoyed and irritated and I just want space and I want all the things that you find common in relationships, the trouble is that, I, I just don't want to look at my stuff, and you're bringing it out.
3: Yeah. When you say gaining, what do you? How are you gaining by giving in the relationship? I don't w- I'm not w- real clear. With any
1: relationships, the. the
3: no, I, I hear the, what you're saying, but I don't quite. Un, what are you gaining?
1: Well, it's in the giving, so that you you're you're growing. Right. Mm -hmm. When I want to just throw this mic at you and instead I go, God, will you please be with me? I fucking hate this motherfucker right now. And I can't imagine spending the rest of my life dealing with this right Mm. now. Could you please be with me? These are my thoughts. Can you take them from me? Can you just come into my mind and body? And what would you have me say? Who would you have me be in this moment? Mm. Remind me the truth. Let let, let me remember. What's the truth? The truth is I love this person. The truth is. That my life is significantly improved in every aspect because of my relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. The truth, you know, remind me of the truth, not this bullshit my head is saying right now, Mm -hmm. but the truth. And it's because of your behavior that I'm having to be dig in right now and intimacy and intimate relationships are the only things that push the buttons in the way that they need to be pushed
2: yeah i think friends 100 yeah, family
1: employers none of them it does because i'm not well i'm not as exposed with anybody else but my partner in every which way mm. imaginable you're seeing me like and i'm not running yeah so yes there's some fucking growth to be okay i see had. so
3: what you said is The two of you together are way better off than you guys separate. Mm -hmm. So you're gaining, you're a better person because you're together. Yeah. A better life. But also through giving and through letting go of your ego.
0: And I've literally grown so much because of Veronica. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I literally wouldn't even be the same person. I mean, I can't even begin to describe how different I am and better because of her.
1: That's how it works. That's and, how it works. You know, and it gets messy. You know, I I think that we've gotten so Oh my loose God. with these words like abuse and abusive and and I don't say this lightly, but the sometimes if I'm not arguing, I'm not talking. You know? Like mm-hmm. and I do this with myself where I have to sit with a sponsor or even argue and I'm going this way and you're saying this and then after a two, three hour conversation, step work, however, oh, I see it, I see, right? But it took some messiness to get there.
3: Yeah, no, it's not easy because Angela and I have been at it for almost two years, and in the arguing and the hell that's ensued, I've gotten to know her because mm-hmm. she's just not an open person. Like, you know, I'll just she, blat it all out, but she won't. And mm-hmm. she's getting to know herself. And she's getting to know herself, Dude. and she's <clears throat> blossoming as a woman in a lot of ways.
0: That's the mm. other crazy thing is like, I think a lot of people don't like Veronica for so long. Didn't even know people have certain feelings and they just, they just look away or they just push them down or they just, they have these defense mechanisms built in so strongly that they don't even know they're building a case against. Yeah. yeah. And then after years of her just taking my shit, mm. finally she started taking it back and it was like, no, I do have feelings and like I am upset that you haven't been listening to me for five years. I never mattered as much as Hypercrush or whatever career you were going for. And I had to like look at that and get humble and be like, wow, like and change and grow. And she had to move past her thing and she didn't even know.
3: Right, totally, she and, was and able it to see who she forces is. you also to see things that you don't 100%. see. But mm-hmm. it takes time, and it takes a the pain, and and and
1: yeah,
3: yeah, it's it ain't a, it ain't easy.
1: It's not easy, but you know what? What's easy? That's that that's truly good in your life. Worth what, having. What, what What can you name that's truly? a significant part of your life and you're like, yeah, I just got that like overnight. No big deal.
3: Right. Like kids, they ain't easy.
1: What, what, what <laughs> makes it so important and valuable? It's the fact that I worked my ass off to have it.
0: Yeah. And, and, and actually I think like it's, I almost look at it as like a game. Like when I'm playing a video game or whatever, or even like, a, you know, people talk about life as you know, Jordan Peterson talks about life being a series of games and it's not one game. Um, you don't, you don't, you know, every day there's like a different you know you you're figuring out strategies and how to deal with people and you know the process of working your way through a marriage can be i i try to look at it in a different light like um we're just figuring out how to be better and make this work better and it's like um i like enjoy that process i think i can find sometimes joy in that
3: joy and what
0: playing the game of marriage or the game of the business or the podcast or the process, just always the process, like being in the moment and just enjoying the, figuring out what you like about each process, you know? Right. I don't know. Me and her sometimes we're able to communicate and, you know, she'll talk about, you know, I want to spend, you know, we spend time with your family. I want to spend time with my family. I'm like, yeah, Cool. I don't know. It's just all the stuff, you know, it gets to a, we we don't really, we're doing pretty good.
3: Yeah. Like but Jordan I, Peterson says, there's a lot of arguments to be had. And if you don't have them, it's all going to explode. And there's going to be like 40 years of arguments or something. And it's not going to work out. Can, can I ask you another question? Yeah.
0: So, that so oh, that's Kelly. She's going to the meeting, I think.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. So, you're from where from Iran and your heritage is Persian
1: Persian Middle Eastern
3: and when did you come to
1: I moved here when I was 13 just just turned 13
3: and so were you were you bummed or were you happy or what, what I was,
1: was I mean I was happy so what happened was I was um, living in Iran with fam, with parents siblings not the best of all upbringings difficult um,
3: like what? what like active
1: alcoholism, addiction, Were you unstable firm? sort of environment? Um, and I was the youngest; two older brothers. So I had an aunt who lived here for probably twenty years. Very successful, independent, single woman. She was visiting, and I didn't know her well, but she was visiting, and she saw me, and she, you know, thought I got to get this kid out of here. Right. So Um, she
3: recognized you were suffering mm -hmm.
1: and she didn't have children. And she um, came back here and started the process of the paperwork and getting me out here. So when I first found out about this, of course, as a 12 year old, I was delighted. I mean, I was so excited. And yes, get me the fuck out of here. What I found out was very different. I got here and overnight, everything that I'd ever known. I mean, language, my home, my family. Three two sisters, three brothers, I mean, like a big family, constant going and coming, and it was changed. it was now just her and I well,
3: you had two older brothers and two two
1: older brothers I'm the youngest two it, every so older brothers and older sisters and older sisters, much older, like eighteen year difference twelve oh, year difference oh wow. okay. um, so it was it was really traumatic and 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 just pretty horrific
3: so culture shock once you get here mm-hmm. and it's just you and your aunt who you don't really know that well i
1: don't know well and i don't get along with her oh she's very strict or was right so when i first moved she was very strict and um
3: your parents were cool with this whole thing they were yeah, like, yeah.
1: they were cool i mean they they, they thought that it was a, go, a good opportunity for me to get out and get a get better um education and all and all the right reasons, right, when you think as a parent, yeah. plus it just was I think it seemed easier for them, you know they were older, right. they didn't want to have a young girl, and in 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 that culture, it's a lot more work to raise a young girl than it is a boy, like in most cultures like but, how
3: because I have no idea i'm just uh,
1: like, i mean there's I was way more dependent on the family I was
3: so back at that time. In Iran, uh, Persian culture, like, is it like, what is it like to be a girl? Is is there a real divide? Is it not like here at all? Is it uh, what? What do you mean, more work to be a girl? I'm just. Do you come?
1: I think you, you know, you're not. You're a lot more restricted in that you can't just go and play with your friends and come back when you're done. You know, there, there's a lot more fear and intensity around the little girl
3: right 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 yeah well okay just just, just the like very that. basic, just the normal the normal of, stuff yeah okay yeah so. um
1: huge culture shock her you know my aunt and i start going at it right away because in her mind she thought oh look at that this cute little girl i've always wanted a girl i have all the resources in the world i'll bring her and we'll live happily ever after and right, i'll put yeah. her in therapy and we'll let the healing begin.
3: Yeah, she had no idea what she was in for.
1: And I come, and I'm a very troubled teenager, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just losing it. I'm traumatized as fuck. I'm put in th- every, which, every form of therapy that there is. I go from completely existing without any attention to this constant all day, every day my posture, my eating habits, Whoa. my eye contact, my everything is being examined.
0: Your aunt's like that yeah. gnarly. She's like gnarly. No,
1: she's rough.
0: Yeah.
1: Whoa. And all all with good intentions in that I'm going to help you. Like you didn't get the attention that you needed as a kid. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to provide, but way over the top. Mm-hmm. And there was already so much trauma that I, I don't want to get into for me. hmm that I brought with me. Mm-hmm. There was nothing normal about me as a 13 year old, like what you would imagine is it-
3: So in a way it was trauma on top of trauma. Yeah. it was okay. hell. And you rebelled
0: against <laughs> her overly.
1: Well, I re- rebelled against life. I mean, I, I felt abandoned I felt like they just gave me up. Like would real there, quick.
0: Would there have been a way for her to um, deal with you that would have been like the right way or maybe if she was a little bit less.
1: Yeah, like- of course. I think we've made a lot of, pro- we've, Made our, we've had long conversations, amends, and we've really repaired our relationship. Uh, but she's a certain type of A-type personality. She'll never be different. She's softened a lot over the years. But she's yeah. very much a go-getter, call, shot-caller, leader. Mm-hmm. So it, it would have been hell regardless. But it made it much worse that I was now having to learn a specific amount of words every night. Like I was like...
2: Mm
1: complete different language now that I'm having to you know and I of course like we skipped the ESL classes and What's just that? went English as second language we went full straight into just regular classes and I knew maybe like three four words Wow! so it, it and I try to go back and they wouldn't let me go back because they thought you need to just stay and you'll get used to it
3: yeah so that must be crazy because you don't have any friends or anything no. here right it was just you and her mm-hmm it's always fascinating to me,
0: like someone who learned another language. It's just so, I think language is such a, uh, every different, every language is so different that you, um, by learning a different one, it gives you so much more knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of like different cultures than anything else I think would um, you know, you can go visit places and whatever, but like, until you really learn the language, like, cause like each language is so different. Certain jokes don't even get, you can't even translate. Like you learn about culture and custom and like just, you know, co- comedic nuances and like, cause you really, you're like fully English language. Mm-hmm. Like, like you get everything about the English language, but you, I'm sure you also understand so many things that can't even be translated into English, mm-hmm. Persian things. And that, I just, it's always so, like, people that can speak, like, seven different different languages are just so, like, my friend Dane learned um, Spanish, like, fluent Spanish, like, so he could be, like, a court translator, mm-hmm. like, the kind of, like, slang and everything, so he would be able to translate, like, you know, like, court cases where you have, like, different, you know, Spanish-speaking people that don't even know how to speak English, and all they're saying is in a different language, you know? That was always
2: cool.
1: Yeah, I know. It's. I mean, that's one of the many things that was yeah. going on. You know, the language barrier was seemed like the least um, complicated area of that aspect of life. But were you, were you a substance but, user
3: before you came here?
1: No, no. I was. I had to smoke some some cigarettes, and I was dabbling in it. You know, I was already on that mindset, the addict alcoholic type mindset. I was trying. Mm. I was interested. You know, I. I used to be around a lot of drug use, and I didn't know it at the time, but I would just sit and like inhale and take it all in, and I just remember liking it, not even knowing what it was that I was inhaling.
2: Wow.
1: So I was well, well on my way, and it quickly, I, I started with the, you know, trying this and that, and I, it was overnight, I mean, it seemed overnight that it was like, yes, if there's, a, if there's a way I'm gonna make it through this fucking thing called life, in the way that I had it, It's with whatever that you can ingest, inhale, smoke, snort
0: to change how you feel. Yes. And do you think you would have gravitated towards that without any of the trauma?
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, there's so many components: genetic, there's biological, there's environmental. I don't think I would have. I I think
3: if I was put in a different family, I'm sorry and, you know, protected and not, and, you know, all this stuff, I think I probably would have been a prosperous person. I think maybe possibly.
0: I, I think that this is such a important subject. And the fact that shirin is now got her, your merit, your, your license to, to talk <clears throat> about this stuff with people in a professional way. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of, I think that we're still really, uh, exploring like psychology, psychology and like, as it relates to alcoholism and you know, whether how much of it is generic and how much of it is experiential and mm-hmm. just all these questions. And you know, we, we can't even really measure it yet in any scientific way. It's an interesting disease and in, I put disease in air quotes because I actually can understand why people would maybe not feel comfortable calling it a disease because it's unlike any other disease where you can't really measure it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you could look at someone with full blown alcoholism, you know, using or not. And, uh, you could, would never know. It's just like, I think we're going to come a long way in this field over the next... Yeah. I mean,
1: you would never know if somebody had cancer.
0: That's true. Or diabetes. But you can measure it through testing.
1: Well, you can measure alcoholism and addiction through... There's been a lot of studies that signify... The the brain and thought structure of an alcoholic and addict is very different than that of a normal person. But you can't
0: just, like, go to the doctor and... Can you test me for alcoholism?
2: <laughs>
1: There's no blood test, but there, but you know, this, the psych test,
0: I guess a lot of psychological, like we were once comparing it to autism. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like what, what, what I like to, I'm like interested in like, you know, because I think having alcoholism, you know, be, be, uh, undeniably, uh, considered a disease, mm-hmm. you know, is an important first step for our culture. And other cultures too, like in Japan and probably even in Persia and in India, they don't really even understand the concept of Mm -hmm. alcoholism. Like they don't, like I did a meeting in the Philippines one time and it was like, I was trying to explain to them that I have it and I'm sober. Mm -hmm. Like the town drunk in the Philippines in this little village, like he's just like the insane town drunk and that's just what he is. And they don't even think about how that could possibly be. Treated or cured, but they just, there
3: was a meeting there. I had a meeting. Oh, you, there was a
0: lot. Dude, it was crazy. It was like, it was one of the most incredible things I've ever done in my life. Like this little village in the Philippines, they don't have running water. They don't have like, it's crazy. They do like karaoke. There's like huts, like they have fishing boats and it's
3: funny. They do karaoke though, even though they have nothing else. (laughs) That's all they have. It's
0: like so (laughs) insane. I can't even begin to try to describe to you what this was like but there was a lot of people that just all they do is drink all day. Mm. The alcoholism was so apparent. And there's just one kid, this one 18 year old kid who drank a lot. And I was trying he didn't really speak English. So I had a guy there with me who was trying to translate. And I showed up and I was like, I get it. Like I drank a lot too. Like I don't want to feel. And like, Mm -hmm. he he started crying to me how he gets up and he drinks every day. And his friends were like, yeah, he drinks too much. And you could just see it in his eyes, you know? Mm. And, And and then, we decided let's do a meeting and the whole town like came to the meeting. Like they wow. were super late, but like we bought, like, it took him so long to like eventually get there. You know, it was just like, we had like cookies and coffee and, um, That's
1: funny. yeah, there well, was some
0: finger pointing and it wasn't, it was a different kind of meeting. You know, it wasn't like, like the, like someone started to make fun of the guy and talk shit to the guy. And, and, and Jason actually stepped in. I went with Jason and Victoria and he was like, you know, people look at you as like a leader and i don't know it was it was pretty mm-hmm. but they don't cultures different cultures don't it's we're the in the beginning of understanding
1: yeah. it i mean it's it's education too which was what they don't have access to so a lot of education right. as far as what what is it what is this thing that i have whether it's the disease model or not but really just learning what you know oh okay so i'm not this crazy person i don't you know i have thoughts and there's symptoms and it's progressive and there's a name for it and there's treatment for it so Once they they most likely they probably don't have access to understanding what they have, so they talk about it like it's oh there's the town drunk and then there's you're either drunk or you're not drinking. There's no treatment. There's no uh, daily sort of a ritual as far as treating it because I'm not drunk anymore. So there's that, but i mean back in the day somebody would, would would be having a seizure and they were fucking trying to ex- you know they, they'd call over a priest and right. trying, it was like a full-on exorcism. exorcism it's like yeah. you know what i mean so culturally we, we we can view things the way however that we want to but it's it's really um conversations and and education and the studying big book. that brings like yeah brings about solutions mm-hmm. and
3: well, in the literature, either it's the big book or the 12 and 12, it says it is an illness. Does yeah, and, and, and,
0: and we were trying to find a big book. This Mentally ill. This is Ill. a big part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I couldn't find one
0: in is, that language. Like, it was really difficult. I don't, maybe there is one, but, like, I don't know if the big book is
3: is... Is the big
0: book even printed in, like, I bet there
3: is, unless it's some strange dialect or something. But it was
0: just, like, it was difficult for me to find that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um,
0: They don't, like, have... It's just not as prevalent. Like, I think AA, that's what the cool thing about AA is. Did they even
3: know what AA was when you said AA? Not really. It was a little village? And, like,
0: also, when I was in Japan, I was trying to, like, explain to our guy, like, like, do you know... But it's, like, different. It's, like... It's just – it's definitely not like what it is in like Santa Monica. You know what I'm saying? Like here in LA, like AA is like so – it's such a thing. It's, it's such like a AA culture. Acceptable. Mm. Getting. You're even just it's getting. It's like
1: treatment. Cult. It's not yeah. just AA. Everybody mm. fucking comes out to California to heal. And yeah, get better. Yeah, and,
0: and, yeah and, and it's like recovery and just mental health and yeah. <laughs> living an examined life is and, something I really like.
1: Yeah, and in healing them, the help is getting fucking destroyed. Not funny. Help is <laughs> yes everybody that's running the treatment centers you can't throw a rock without heading a treatment center right. i know then, i was just
3: thinking the ones on broad beach right oh, on the so ocean many.
1: there's so many and you know and the counselors and the therapists are all losing their shit and going out and drinking because mm, right. they can't deal with you know 50 plus states bringing their shit over hmm. to california whether it's uh, retreat centers and mm-hmm. All this other stuff. But I'm, I'm joking, kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's, it's... Well, no, they but, say
3: it's an 80% <laughs> tile for al- alcoholics and addicts who work in recovery for relapse. It's more than the people who don't work in of course.
1: recovery. Yeah. There's, a, there's more chance of an alcoholic taking a drink while working in treatment than one that is working as a bartender. Wow. You know? Yeah. Because the, the, the problem is not the alcohol... Alcohol is our solution, as the, the book says. Yeah. The, the problem is my mind. I, I don't know how to live. I don't, know, I don't know how to show up. I don't know how to process the most basic human relations and interactions. So I have no trouble with alcohol. I'll serve it all day if I have a basic sort of grounded understanding of myself. It's and just like a
0: thing that's there. Right. It's not, yeah. But it, if I'm
1: yeah. having to take on all your trauma all mm-hmm. day long.
0: I'm going to want to use that thing to like not feel. Right. So, yeah. Do you think that people in recovery feel like a certain obligation or responsibility for the people that they're trying to get sober?
1: Of course. For we can't sure. help. We can, I mean, you know, so there are very few that have that have appropriate boundaries in right. AA. I feel like the literature encourages us to just be all, all kinds of enmeshed mm-hmm. and all up in each other's business. I mean, mm-hmm. even Bill and Bob... Talk about the burning mattress, and it's like, well, if if I if I fucking come home one day and and you decided to bring some drunk over that you found down the street and like help save his life and throw a mattress down and he ends up burning my house down, like we're gonna have we're gonna have some things to talk about. You you're gonna be in big doo doo as my partner. So, however that he did that with his wife, like that, there's gotta be. Wait,
3: wait, what well, is, somebody what? killed themselves in his house, too.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Can
3: you expand on, on what you're saying?
0: Well, you're what, saying Bill yeah,
1: did this? The, the, well, so in the big book, they talk a lot about going to any lengths for, for the newcomer. Uh-huh. That that's the foundation of our recovery program is that one alcoholic helping another. But, I mean, if you look at that for a minute, you'll see that there's a lot of codependency in that. And they just were not clear as far as what is help exactly do a story mm. right
3: right because i don't I can't see bringing some drunk home and they blood, won't get sober I think and what at are the, the chances? time
1: you know you're talking decades and decades ago, there was more room to do that
3: so somebody burned down a house
1: no the the mattress
3: they burned the mattress Who? that he was sleeping on in his house in his
1: house, I B- think B- it was bill du- bill. B- bill or Bob, one of them was uh you know trying to help this drunk right and 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 gave him like a a couch commitment is what you, you would call that. And the guy was not interested in recovery and ended up like causing a lot of damage. But anyway, the premise is that it's w- w- even today in, in recovery, you know, you, you'll find a lot of people that are playing this God thing with, I'm your sponsor. These are all my babies. You know, they don't, they right. don't, they don't, they don't do anything before asking me. They call me for every, I mean, they're so willing. They're so committed to recovery. It's like mass by, how willing are you like that your dedication depends on how much you depend on me but i'm not any kind of a trained clinician i'm just a drunk and i'm deciding what you should do who you should go out with what you should eat should i go to this event or not like what the fuck do i know but we have taken over that because i have a certain amount of candles on my cake that i now can tell you what to do and don't you want what I have? And if so, you're going to call me every day at 7 o'clock, not 7.02. I mean, it's like, you know, we're tap dancing with this.
0: Right. This. Well, that's why giving direction. I always say I love when a sponsor says to a sponsee, like, I don't really know. I don't know for sure. Like, he usually doesn't have an answer. It's more like get quiet, find that love, find that connection. And I think it it should come to you. But it's nice to be like those guardrails as a sponsor, but like yeah, I don't think a therapist mm-hmm. or a sponsor should ever really be like giving that much
3: direction. Right. No, necessarily. Not, not, More often you yeah. let the person the, the sponsee or the client find their own
1: Right. Find you mean, come to t- your own conclusion. I then.
0: literally yeah, I was literally just talking about this with Tim the other day. Like I think eighty percent of my therapy has just been me like working it out. I might as mm. well have been talking to a wall.
3: Jordan Peterson says <laughs> that's what you're supposed
2: years. to do. But yeah. like There's
1: different modalities. He, some, some are more involved and some aren't. But therapy, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, as a therapist, I don't think that they should just last a lifetime. I don't. Yeah, my, my, you know my I mean?
0: therapist is like very much, I've learned over the years, like his modality or whatever you might call it is like very, very much like you'll work it out when you're ready. I'm just here to be the guardrails mm-hmm. and I've, be- I mean, that's, uh, that might sound like a, you know, a way to keep clients for longer and maybe make a little more money
1: It could be because
0: yeah. it takes longer, but I don't know. He's, I don't it's know. been it's awesome. To for, it's, yeah. Oh my God. It's been so great for me because he's been, cause it's like, you know, you're, you're really not a lot of times you're really not ready or, I mean, there's so many, like, you know, even just five years ago we would, we would be talking about how I don't feel like I'm good enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I didn't really, I felt I wasn't emotionally connected to it. I just wasn't, I couldn't get, I knew it intellectually, but to come to the emotional, to really understand, to really feel that, Oh, I'm arguing my point till the bitter end only because I am so afraid that I'm wrong Mm -hmm. and everything about me is wrong. And that's just this, it's like this little subconscious like critic in the back of my mind that I can't really see very clearly. And it takes time for it to become a little bit, for it to become clear and, you know, just continuing to look at it and talk about it. It's so
3: crazy when you, when you have the realization, like you're saying, but if you weren't working on it, you would probably never have it. Mm. Um, you know,
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I definitely think that all this stuff helps me see it. I mean, sometimes I feel really lucky that I'm my age living a life the way, uh, you know, maybe like an 80 or 70 or 80 year old man would like really only, um, wanting to be concerned with like the moment and like the process and like my happiness with my friends and family and mm. I feel like you get old and there's a certain kind of wisdom that you learn over losing and losing and losing and just experiencing. And I think you learn that quicker when you have AA and, or, or any 12-step program or therapy or you know, the external things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, look, the world is constantly showing us and telling us, you know, that the external things are going to actually they're going to help us be, feel better and be happier. and that's how we sell that's how we thrive as a society is by selling things and ideas and capitalism. And, you know, so it's like for us to, you know, think, Oh, I don't need any of that stuff. And let me just lean into my family and my relationships and and lean into my inner spirituality mm-hmm. and stuff. It's uh, I think it's um, not our culture is like, probably one of the least like other cultures are really concerned with that stuff, mm. which is cool. But ours is like, but I think we're coming around and there's the, the conversation is being ha- happening more and more. So I'm seeing it on the internet all the time. Yeah. I feel like our parents didn't talk like this.
1: No, they, they didn't, but that was a different time. It you was. Know? It was a and I generation. think this
0: is what evolution looks like. Mm. I, I did some, I, 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 you know, posted this little thing where it was like, um, evolution looks like way different when you're in it. Like it, it just, it doesn't feel like evolution, Mm. but like, that's actually what's happening right now. Us having access to anything we want, any knowledge or any, anything right at our fingertips and being connected as an entire race through this thing, and uh, technology and the digital revolution and yeah i i'm hopeful i really am i think that like humans are evolving and it's getting better
1: it's, i mean it's questionable yeah. but yeah we're, looks, we're, we're you know seemingly evolving it looks messy though. changing doesn't always mean evolving right but but, but we're definitely making some headway with with you know asking the right questions right. environmentally just animal rights i mean really we're, we're getting into some some things um but you know going back to what you were saying really with this this concept of marriage and and kind of getting the ultimatum as to like should we get off the pot you know that that i feel like is a very common state for most relationships to be and that I've been together, you know, you've been with her for a long time. And it's like, so what's the deal? Do we go all the way in or all the way out?
3: Well, for us, we had a ceremony and I thought we were married, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, things have changed and, uh, she's become very religious and it's important to her. And I, I see how it's important to, to. Well, women especially, it seems like, because mm-hmm. there's a s- security, there's a commitment with the piece of paper, and I want to, I would like to have, what What did you say? Yeah, what did you say? <laughs>
2: yeah, I, did you Are say? you either
0: going to lean in or? What? Yeah, like, well, I want one? to,
3: I want to, but we were both like, really, you know, you've had trauma, She's comes from some serious mm-hmm. trauma, and so do I, so... I mean, while you guys were talking a little while ago, I started to have a little bit of gratitude and think it's just f- phenomenal that I'm even in this position with mm-hmm. a family and a business and, you know, and I always bring this up and you guys haven't experienced this yet, but when you're hand- physically disabled, mm-hmm. it fucks your world up. So for me to somehow still be where I'm at, uh, this is just, just miracles every day. Every day is a miracle. Why did I go on this? Yeah, I want to, I want to have a good relationship. I want to, and that's
1: yeah. It's unfolding, and you'll you'll find out more as you go. Yeah, you know that's you, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I when time,
3: you're ready to hear it,
0: time yeah. and communication and honesty <clears throat> and working a program, both of you. Uh, I do believe like what you just said, like if you just keep staying honest, loving and vulnerable, both of you guys and you work through the messy stuff and, you know, it'll, it'll.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's, uh, you know, what's the alt- alternative though? You know, we've, we've, uh, up, my, my tender, bender,
3: yeah. bumble, whatever.
1: That, that is very much the alternative. I'm glad that, you know, <laughs> at least you know what your options are, but yeah. you know what? You know, when I think about the times that I was participating in all of that and then some, mm. um, I think I remember coming home all the time in my apartment and in my stuff and in my job and very, just it was all me, like exactly how I wanted it. I mm. built it that way, and I just think, wouldn't it be nice to come home to somebody? It'd be nice to have somebody expect oh, you. My God! Wouldn't it be nice, you know, to wake up and the security, all that stuff, like the security of having. Someone and growing with somebody, really like uh, being a part of something, right?
0: Sharing a dog.
1: All of that. The home life. But then I think oh my God. the very reason I, that I have set my life up in the exact way that it is, is because I didn't fucking want any of that. So here's the deal I have an unsatisfiable mind. It will never, <sighs> ever, it has never been content with what it has. It always wants more. Yeah. It wants to want, it doesn't want to have.
3: Well, that's basic alcoholism, mm-hmm. like. One of the tenants right there. And I got to remember Well, the human
1: condition, but especially alcohol. Oh, is it the human condition? uh, Absolutely. What the fuck? We've never uh, been as over-medicated and overweight and over everything. We just, there's no, there's no such a thing as an that if there was ever an invisible line, it's been passed and passed again. So you're never
3: satisfied, always want.
1: Always wanting, not more, but different.
3: Different, yeah.
1: If I'm with somebody and I have all the security that I want. I want to. Oh, you know, I want. I want to be single, and I want to just have fun, and I want to be free, and wh- however that it's, you know, designed to make us think about in songs and movies and uh, right. But so, in every aspect of my life, I am almost never content with what's in front of me. I'm always looking at down there because my mind says that the reason that I'm not okay in this moment is because something in my environment is not okay. If I had more or less or different different than what is now, then I will be okay.
3: And the thing is you're not because it's it's never, it's a moving target. It's not,
1: but that's not even the point. The point is that the, in the pursuit of what I think is going to make me okay, I get to avoid being with me. And that's the whole idea. I'm good with that because as I'm searching to meet the Mr. Right and have the white picket fence and have a family and have whatever it is, then I'm getting to not be present with everything that's happening in me. Oh, yeah,
3: okay. Right? And then you're missing out on your entire life.
1: I'm missing out, but I don't mind missing out because I don't want to tap into what there is to look at. Yeah. Mm. Right? So I'm just building and I'm working so hard and I'm sponsoring 12 people and I'm involved in every convention. I mean, it, it's, you know they all are good things for the most part, but I can hide behind all my activities and life quote commitments I
3: know exactly what you mean so busy that you don't like today I just sat at Starbucks and I do this often and I look at the trees and the people and I just sit and I'm like you know one day I'm gonna pass and I'm at this moment is my life like it's a it's a mental thing like you can't see it on the outside but it's happening inside you and it's like wow I'm just here I'm alive and it's good
2: I right.
0: just felt it. I just felt it right but, now as you were talking.
3: But really many, many days you never touched you know? that. Many days mm. you never touched that or experienced <sighs> that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that this is actually, oh, this is so crazy because I think that that defect or that wanting or whatever that is in humans, in all humans, is why we have come so far as a race. You know, mm. like pushing, changing, growing, building. And it's like, to what end? Like, it just it started from like a, some caveman figuring out how to make fire. Like, that's so insane to me. How do you figure out fire?
3: I guess you see it. <laughs> You like like see it, the insane. trees burning? Like, Could what? you
0: imagine not having fire?
2: And then yeah. someone just
0: like figured that out. I like, f- why would you even... Like, and then, and then we're figuring out that that can cook. It's just, it's. It probably, what, what, hold
1: on. What's even more insane cool. is like how much you're jumping every which way. No, no, no. But around. That, it, like your complete no. incapacity to hold on to no, no, any no. one given subject oh, right, 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 right. This is, at the time. Because
3: we lost whatever you were talking about like a minute ago. seven it's times. Gone.
1: No, no, it's no, totally gone. This, I don't even know what it oh, is. This is like at least like, like eight maybe.
2: <laughs> no, but
0: dude, it's so relevant because the person who figured that out was unsatisfied and wanted something different and more. Mm. And humans are just constantly doing that. And I don't think it's a bad thing. And I think we need to find balance. That's our problem. Is mm. we, don't fu- we want it so bad. We, and that's what makes alcoholics unique. And, and, and this is why we... Because I think normal people, the normal trait of wanting more or to be different or to not be happy with where you're at is kind of what makes humans... Special, almost, you know, like dog, like all other animals, can just be in the moment, be, be. They're not really thinking about the shit the way we are, but that's why we're. I don't know. Sometimes I do like to kind of. I don't know. I always end up trying to talk about like culture and evolution. Well, yeah, well, that's like that's human. why
3: we're gods and we're humans and we're not animals and we're made in yeah. the image of God and all that stuff. I think is we're like demi gods. We're little. Well, this this I'm probably gonna get shot later for saying all this but maybe we shouldn't even go there but um but do you see what uh, i mean
0: by like not being by 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 evolving is is come it comes from that same place of like like unsatisfied wanting something more pushing changing growing yeah you know, like no other animals except for humans do that i see what it. you're saying there's a actually, positive
3: to it and that's why we're I don't know, where maybe we're it's
0: at. not a positive but it's just interesting to look at that and the fact that we also play a part, alcoholics play a part in that, but we can't really. It's harder for us to to to, to find that balance because we start obsessing and making everything about that when we can still move towards that without making it what defines us.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm going to recap because Randy. <laughs> Randy's a really good speaker.
2: Sure. <laughs> <What? laughs> Go.
3: Randy is a good speaker, right? Let's see. Um, And his thing is the unsatisfiable mind, the obsession to please self. That's what he always shares about. But I never really thought about it in the way you were Mm -hmm. saying, which in the pursuit, we escape ourselves. Mm -hmm. So yes, we're unsatisfiable.
1: Escape by the means of drinking the Kool-Aid. As to, you know what, I'm really busy, yeah, yeah. You, I can't no, you leave believe this, it. Yeah. but once I graduate, like, I'm going to spend more time with family, mm. it's, it's always pushed, like, I'll be more present right. when I've made it to the next level uh, of blank, right. then I'll be more present, and then when I get to that present, I'm like, oh, cool, What what's next, right? Because I, I, I believe that it will give me that contentment once I get there.
3: Yeah. And it robs you of your life. It really yeah. does, especially if you have kids because they're babies and they're this. And you're like, holy, sh-. you know, mm-hmm. you can really see it in a timeline.
0: And the but- interesting thing to me is that it, it definitely happens within us. But I think that that same thing happens with any normal, ordinary person. Um, and they just kind of like, like, I this is something that I've been talking about a lot lately that Sam Harris talks about is, you know, Sam Harris, Mm -hmm. like living an examined life, you know, a lot of people live their whole lives in this tunnel vision of like this pad, this daily pattern, this daily routine. And, um, they, they never really get a chance to step back and examine, you know, their, their motivations Their
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, Ken Byrne is another guy that's really good with meditation. Yeah.
0: The guy, the documentary guy? Yeah. Whoa. That's he's cool. done a lot
1: of, he, he really connects the dots as to like nature and have you seen some of his stuff like the West and some of the yeah. stuff he's well, done I mean, on he's, the world Yeah, worst. I've seen
0: some of his documentaries for sure. Yeah. Anyway, they, they, you know,
1: there are parts of him where he gets into this, this, this whole thing about like, what, do, you know, how do we, uh,
0: really, that's so cool. I've never noticed that in his documentaries. Should I? Is the West a good one?
1: The West is a really good one. But he, this is more like his the interviews and some of the articles about him. It's not the documentaries. Okay, right.
0: If you Google Ken Burns. Yeah, if you kind of read uh, about I'm him. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I need to look that up. And also Mark Knoppler. Something the I find friends.
3: interesting about this is, like, we're, we start to touch the truth. I, I was talking to Jason and his buddy the other day at his house. Oh, you went over? I went over there. You never told me. Yeah. You know Jason I don't think Victoria. anything's, I don't know if
0: they yeah, need so, help or not. Elephant Heart yeah, people. Yeah. I yeah, went yeah. to India with them, and okay. I did a meeting with them, and they're, they've been on this podcast like a bunch of times. Uh-huh.
3: But we I, were having this discussion well, about God, yeah. uh-huh. and we got high, all three of us. Yeah. And I said, are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? And they're yeah. like, totally, I get it. And so they're,
0: they're, they're big on that stuff. They're like real gnarly Jesus, but it's like,
3: really the same stuff we're talking yeah, about in a lot. But the thing that's so interesting about it is you can conversate it into, into being like mm-hmm. you can talk. We all three, if we focus could probably talk ourselves into that piece, place of peace mm-hmm. or just, the zone or whatever you want to like call I it.
0: Said, I just felt it like I, leaned yeah. back And I just was like, and that's fine. what I
3: find so interesting is tangible and it can be, Brought on through conversation with more than maybe by yourself, but it's this thing that you can, I don't like using the word manifest, but. Produce. You can produce the, that space, that fourth dimensional type of peace and and, uh, out of body kind of whatever it is, you know, that.
1: Well, every experience that we have is, is a result of my interaction with the other. Because the other is me. I am the other. The other is me. Everything. It's the like you other? might as well. The you other as like the or? others. People. Oh, anybody, like he anybody. is
3: me and I am you? Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: anybody. So you're, all you're doing is you may, you may look like Billy with your face and whatever, right? <laughs> but you're really just holding a mirror. I'm looking yeah. at myself. Because uh, everything that I like and appreciate about you is shit that I like and appreciate about myself. So really, you have nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. They I'm talk like, about that You look at him and I go, you, you can't stand this guy. And I think he's the most wonderful thing. And we're both right. Because based on my experience, I'm only seeing based on who I am. Now I'm not seeing you for what you are. I'm seeing this myself.
0: Is, this yeah. is actually a very... Ah, it's, it's, this isn't an easy thing to... Understand. It, this is a very high level. I don't know if if people listening or if anyone's left at this point.
3: Well, now it's getting good. I hope no, they're still here. No, there. this is great. <laughs> no,
0: this is this is amazing because this is like this is what like Ron talks about, mm-hmm. and this is what like when I go up to share, I, I talk about like this idea of who I think I am is completely not based in any. Truth or like how I think you see me is mm, just irrelevant. but there
1: is no there is no the truth there's just yeah. different forms of truth.
0: But like how I, I, that's why I feel like I've just sort of let go of that to a certain degree, right? Like and being... that makes me able to completely be myself and transparent and vulnerable in every situation, which is I think a really good thing for everyone to try to have. Which like, I think yeah. this concept is part of what helped me.
1: Well, yeah, and so when you talk about feeling the presence of God with with the couple that you were with, I can only feel the presence of anything in my relationship with you because I'm looking at me. So I'm feeling good, or I'm feeling the power, or I'm feeling jealousy, or whatever I'm feeling, good or bad, or indifferent, is only coming out. And that's why I say if you really want to grow, if you really want to expand spiritually, emotionally, get into a fucking relationship. (laughs) because that's when you get to really see things in ways that you would never do if you were all about town and having fun and just fucking everything that walks, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine if in that phase of everybody's life. But if I'm ready to, 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 to really go like face-to-face with my creator and like tap into some shit, it happens in my relationship with a partner. It's like yeah. one of my favorite Rumi quotes, the, the, po- the 13th century poet is, I searched for God and found myself. Only myself. I, I, I searched for myself and found only God. There is no out there, it's all here within me. So if I'm resisting the relationship, it's not because some other relationship would be better. It's not anything that you're missing, mm, it's you. It's my own stuff. Whether it's I don't feel deserving of the good, or whether it's I'm afraid to be that vulnerable. What would that mean about me? I mean, it's, whatever the question may be is being asked of me, not of you. Are you religious now? Are you wanting this? Or you want security? All of which may be right, but that's surface.
2: Mm. If you
1: go deeper, you'll see that she's not even in the room
3: mm-hmm. if
1: you really look at it.
3: Why you're blowing the top off my head right now? But I like it,
0: dude. And I and I used so true.
3: Don't don't lose that concept. No, no though. I'm okay. gonna.
0: I'm yeah. gonna ex, ex, express my yeah, yeah, yeah. my experience with that. Let's hear it. Is that I used to pick apart Veronica, and for the entire. First half of our relationship, I kind of was doing that.
3: You mean physically uh, or,
0: just like, or I characteristically? Don't think she's or... the one. Like, I don't, yeah, she's not yeah. hot enough, or this maybe that, we yeah. don't see, she's not as like artistic or passionate or deep. She's kind of like a, I don't know, all these things, whatever the fuck it was. Like, like Randy says, her ankles were too big. I love mm. that analogy because it's mm. so like retarded, you know, but it's so, when we're not okay, I think the way Sharin described it was a little bit was pretty complex and from like a very taught, like learned. Well, all it's right, helping but- me
3: see it in myself. Cause it's so, so hard to see. I just remember, in
0: I just remember once I was okay and I let go of all these like wants and needs and I just kind of just like accepted my truth and I, I was able to like lean into her and be more vulnerable and, and just realize like, wow, like this is, it, it took, I literally had to lose what I thought was my career. I had to, I had to get humble and vulnerable and I kind of like in some ways broke. And you remember that. That's when, yeah, I that's to, when I
3: just met you. So I just didn't have anything to compare it to. I was
0: just fucking like, I just gave up.
3: And now when I look back, you were losing your woman, your career, your whole identity, everything I just
0: totally gave up on everything. And that's why I have this artwork upstairs. It's it that just says give up because it's like I think, you know, losing or giving up or surrendering or just like, uh, fuck it. And then all of a sudden you're like, "Wait, I don't know. You're um you're a little bit more uh, I just started to be able to love her.
3: Like completely." Wouldn't that be nice? But
0: it, but it all, it only had to do with me. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like, it feels yeah. like when I when you talk about that, that's what comes to mind for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I stopped picking her apart. And I was like, wait a second. Well,
1: I, I, I'm, I, I'm only, I don't know if you're familiar with the sermon, uh, not the sermon, uh, Mary Ann Williamson and The Course in Miracles. And, you a little know, bit. Very, very It, it very talks about, bit. as within, so Without. Or That may be uh-huh. Emmett Fox. I'm sorry, that may be Emmett Fox. Well, that's right in. But anyway, I, yeah. it, it talks about, I'm. I'm when I'm when I'm not picking me apart, most likely I'm not picking you apart, right? Yep. So I'm responsible for what I see. I am responsible for what I see. I can see a person that's rigid and and just fucking calm down with that marriage stuff, and I you know <clears throat> I could see that, or I could see somebody that's like so fucking in love with me that like they can't wait to just like pin me down and have I-, I could. The story that I'm assigning to any given scenario is I'm picking it. I'm mm-hmm. telling the story. It could be a million different things.
3: Yeah, but the other person does pick up on whatever you're feeling. So uh-huh. whatever you're admitting, like if, I, if I'm totally in love with her, she's going to pick up on that and she's going to, f- or if I'm hating.
0: But dude, look at how you going to love her when you have these feelings about yourself that are I'm a
3: fucking s- mess though, bro. No, but it's so Falling awesome. Apart.
0: It's so awesome that she's illustrating physically like the root of your um and all of our issue which is that if you can't learn to like love yourself and value yourself and be okay with yourself, I think what you're saying is it's going to probably be impossible to to do that with someone else.
1: I, yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to say because sometimes I think, you know, the saying that you can only love somebody as much as you love yourself. I don't mm. know if that's true. I've loved people deeply mm. way be- before I even was open to loving anything about myself. But was that love or was that like a Respect and love. and um, codependent kind I of I think thing, that it, the, 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 I was only seeing it in them because it also existed in me because I can't recognize something if I'm not familiar with it already. So if I look at somebody and I go, damn, I really like want what she has. You know, when I was new, I would look at some of these women with time who sponsored women and, and really had a, 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 a sort of grounded establishment in, in the recovery program. And I go, I want what she has, the way she carries herself, the way people respond to her, just the, all of that. Like, how do you get that? The only reason that it even seemed attractive to me is because I already had it within myself and potential. Perhaps you
3: had it as a it thought already
1: existed because
3: somehow uh, uh,
1: not only as a thought, but also as a possibility that if I'm looking at that and, and that seems appealing to me, there's a side of me, there's a part of me that resonates with that. Or
3: you could already have it, not even really see, realize Well, you, you have, have
1: it. to have it or else you wouldn't connect to it. Mm. If it didn't already exist within me, then I wouldn't even recognize, recognize all the yeah. things that I said, like the, the way that she carries herself, her presence, like, why do I know that is because it's already here, right? It's yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. it's I like the it. blueprint you of the house. You can't see something you I don't like, have to like, see the like, house. For
0: example, like a sociopath isn't going to Sometimes you know, they, 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 they can't even see certain like good loving things or want cause they're just, they're nowhere just in them. They don't have, but it. I think most people do have that in them. I'd like to think that. And, and
3: so interesting, yeah. You can't recognize something you're have not familiar with, right? And that's why I think some really young people,
2: if they're, yeah,
0: they're not ready or they're not like I've had people on this podcast who I've tried to go there with, like big YouTube kids and stuff, and they don't, they just like can't even.
1: It's not there, but yeah. it, the, the, you know, if if you start speaking to me in a language that I'm not even remotely. Uh, familiar with like mm-hmm. something that i just com- i've never heard anybody or auntie anything i would just go huh mm-hmm. right but if you start speaking to me in any dialect of arabic persian farsi anything even indian any part any that side of the world even though i don't understand anything you're saying because i don't speak let's say arabic but i recognize words and alphabets and sayings and i go there's i i know that so i know something that that's meaning. similar to that right because of my familiarity with Farsi, am I able to pick up on?
0: And over
3: time, if you kept. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. What
0: but you're saying is. So say if you is... had
1: no idea that you want the relationship or the love or the commitment, like some of the things that you talk about, the the wanting is. Is almost like a proof that it already exists. It already
3: exists within me, and like you said, it's either fear or I'm not good enough. But it's hard to get in touch with. Them. Am I not good enough, mm-hmm. or am I afraid? Well, it, we, intellectually, like you said earlier, we know, but to have it or happen also, in you takes it's a process.
1: It could yes, also and be you're in
3: that process and you're getting closer to it.
1: It That's could also be point. that I love somebody so much that I think of myself as so little. That I want a bigger life for you. You get that? It's like that's a- like, I. That's
3: thought real about that for her,
0: right. but that's the thing. Like the, 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 I don't know if 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 this makes if this is what you were getting at, but like the idea of Veronica leaving me mm-hmm. and me loving her so much that I actually want her, what's best for her, even if it doesn't have to do with me. That's a hard. Is that what you were saying, or is well, that maybe different?
1: the, the, the it's like the exact opposite of that? Oh, okay. but which is
2: <laughs> right. right. But you that's... know, it's
1: like I've I've I remember times where I was in such self loathing that I mean I've done this with one relationship where I truly um, blew it altogether because I just did, felt so undeserving of all the love acceptance. Like I was like, why are you still here? Right. What have I not done enough to make you run for the hills? The fact that you want to be with me clearly says that there's something seriously wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Why would anybody who's decent and good and kind Mm want to have anything to do with this?
3: So like you wouldn't be a club and a member of a club that would accept you kind of,
2: Thing. Right.
1: And I, and I don't know that I knew that this was what was going on at the time, uh-huh. but through a lot of soul searching, I could mm-hmm. see that I blew it and I pushed and I pushed it away. Cause right. It was, Cause I'm such feel, a
3: piece of shit. If you want to be with right. me, there's something really wrong with you. I don't feel deserving
1: of that, but my mind won't tell me the truth. It will dress it up as, I don't know if I want commitment. I don't know if this is, you know, logistics, this and that, but really I feel undeserving. Yeah.
0: Like you talking to, that's why it never makes sense to me when you talk about this marriage thing. Like it's, it's like, why
1: would you really fucking care about signing a, whatever? Or, or gi- yeah. yes, I do. You know what I mean? Like, you don't seem that hardcore about yeah. that well, piece. It, it might
3: touch on sex addiction oh, yeah, and that's love addiction.
0: Too. But that's, that's still surface bullshit, Yeah, I think. You know, it's really about...
1: Well, when you come from unstable upbringings, backgrounds, the trouble is this idea of marriage makes me feel like there's no way out and if I've lived my whole life with like my shoes on and my luggage by the door, cause just in case I got to go or I get kicked <laughs> out or I have, I'm mm. running for my mere survival. Right. Which I feel like you are from like, you get that you probably are, are mm-hmm. resonating with mm-hmm. that. Like I do. Mm. If I've always been on the go, then I can't commit to this forever and ever health or sickness till death do us part. I don't, I don't, I don't there, that's a or, lot to take on
3: yeah or even signing a contract that's going to involve lawyers and a bunch of right. stuff yeah
1: i need to know that i can just go whenever i need to so
3: yeah and you say that all the time
1: right
0: that's like you're out and it's just yeah. well
1: i still don't
3: like why do you have to sign it because it's part of the deal I why get, not
1: well why do you have to sign a contract for your house right Would you, is it because so that I know that whoever off the street isn't going to just walk in and be like, yeah, I'm going to spend the night. I'll be like, fuck you. This is where, this is my house. Mm -hmm. This is where it says so. And that's why you're out.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I mean, you're just, it's like, why even.
1: So that's why. Yeah.
0: But why even try to pick it apart? Like uh, I think. We, we could well, think I guess
3: you're right. It's the commit thing. I I'm, I don't know why. I, I I'm like I don't have eight million dollars to lose or anything. I don't know why it's such a big deal. But well, let, let's.
0: I think unpacking that
3: is kind of part of the whole. It's the, you the lose living the- with the, my bag and my tennis shoes on. I think
0: is you I, lose
1: I think- this, the obsession with self. Then it won't just be about you.
2: Hmm.
0: But he's like. I think we, we, we get there and then we lose it and then we get, like, you've had it, like he gets it. We, we you know, our devastating weakness is that, yeah, like it it's going to keep coming back. I think well, yeah, losing we losing the
3: obsession with self because Again, as, you're blowing as- the top off my head because she keeps hitting it on the nose. No, I swear to God. I just, this, this, I think this is, you know, definitely like
0: probably becoming like my favorite podcast we've ever done. Yeah. It's good. It's
1: good. We're, we're really no, getting, get, We're getting some things. It's, it's really it's, really cool. It's it's the it's the what I'm talking about is the obsession that I have with my story. It's my story. It's my trauma I come from the dark. Because yeah. of the dark, it's me. It's always been me and my sadness and my dark. Artsy and it has trauma always, been, it's always been me. And I'll and I'll hook up with you and I'll play house with you and we'll even have a kid. But there's a line. Still. It's still going to be Something about, about marriage, me. in my mind, uh, based on my experiences with life, has me believe that that's it. And in some ways it could be, but I don't want to give up m- me. And in some ways you would have to in marriage. You just, do. Just you like do, you right? are in a, in a relationship. You're doing it anyway, but now it's but written on paper. My relationships
3: have always been one-sided. But, I just use them.
0: But like I said... Once I completely let go and gave up on, like, everything.
3: You were able to love
0: her. I just was like, I don't know. I just did I don't know. It's, like, a fucking
3: weird thing. And And it's lasted. It hasn't gone away.
2: Well,
0: yeah, that's, I mean, but I've also built a lot of systems in my life that are reminding me of what the truth is. You know, I go to meetings, I go to therapy and my, I talk about it every day. Like, you know, fuck every single thing that I think I want or need when it comes to people place. And that's where it gets actually even weirder is like, I think I need to be okay with even losing her and my dependence really needs to be completely on the power. And I think that's sometimes where it can get well, also tricky. What do you think about that? Cause the, that's what the, it says. The
1: power operates in many different forms. Like with right. Veronica, like with you, with me, with I see the power when I'm looking for the power, whether it's in my dog, uh-huh. in the plant, in the tree, on the 405, in my partner, in the person that I love or hate. The power is whatever that I choose to, to, to identify as the power in that seeing. So the power can't come and knock at my door and make eye contact with me. I see the power through, again, in relating to others. I see the power of God in you, not you as God, but my idea of a higher power comes in 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 my experience with you and you and you and whatever you that's in front of me. Is that what you're asking?
3: Yeah, but I don't get it. Do you? I don't get it. I mean, the higher power is in God.
0: Yeah. what, 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 What brought you to that was... My, my, what I was saying about you know losing like what if Jesse just decided tomorrow that he doesn't want to be married?
1: Yeah, I would be devastated.
0: Okay, but you would you'd only be able to get through that if you weren't also not you know not being attached to him on some level, and only having like there's only like we need to be ready to lose all attachments.
1: We don't have to be ready for it, or not ready I think, for it. But like in I acceptance. think this, you know, so this idea of for parents, this idea of losing a child is like the most painful thing you could ever even imagine, if you can even imagine it. I can't even. I don't. I don't have to prepare for like, hey, I have a child. It's it's very much likely that something could happen, and for her to be dead, right? Like I could think about that how do I get ready for that? I don't fucking have to be ready for that. No, no, I don't no. want to be ready for that. I don't. Yeah. N- it's nobody going to hurt. Right. Nobody faces the depths of pain unless I'm having to, just like I don't grow unless I have to, you know, I don't, I don't just reach for and a higher state of consciousness. If God
0: wants that for you, he's going to present a certain set of circumstances that are going to, make you go walk through that
1: right i don't i don't have to imagine it losing anything
0: but when you when if and when it happens to anyone which i'm sure some of the most horrific devastating things have happened to people maybe people listening or even to us you know like as long as we take that power
3: with us we'll
0: be able to get through it
3: yes i hear you but uh, what I'm trying to get at is, like, in AA literature, it says God is everything or he's nothing. Mm-hmm. You need to have not higher power. Mm. It, it, half measures avail to you nothing. Dependence. Higher power, dependent you, you can't depend on self. You must depend on a higher power, and that has to be with you all the time. Conscious. And so I guess what I'm saying is... I try to go for that, but that is a challenge. And I'm just wondering what that means to you.
1: The the higher power that the book talks about is not higher power outside, outside of me. Mm -hmm. I am the higher power. Mm -hmm. There's a higher self and a lower self. When I'm having these conversations with myself, like I go, I want to call whatever. And the ghost says, no, we're not, you know, the, the, the loving voice versus the devil and the good, right? The opposites basically. The higher power is me when I'm quiet in that space where I could truly tell, like, that's, that's the right thing to do. I didn't get that from anybody. I'm feeling it. I'm sensing it. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a, we, we stood at the turning no, no, no. point.
0: Actually, you did get that from people, but only, it, only by the reflection right. of yourself yeah.
1: in them. Abs- yeah.
0: <laughs> so 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 it actually it is it is oh man what a trip it is in there but it, it can't really be revealed
1: self can't reveal self to self mm-hmm. right we stood at the turning point we asked his protection and care with complete abandon here's the steps we took as is,
0: right I, I, I get it um definitely the most with my relationship with veronica but i, I think for me i also have it you know, have a partner and a lot of like, there's micro like lessons and growth to be had. I think just with like, even just us having a relationship, right? Like I think, but like, not, not to say that the most growth happens in the relationship with your partner, but I think there's opportunities for growth also. I mean, especially for me, because I kind of do this with like everyone in my life, Mm -hmm. which might be, me like crossing boundaries sometimes with employees and like my partner. I just think transparency and like growth and mm. working through issues with friends, family, maybe not just your partner, will help you also grow and mm. <sighs> cool. But like she said in the very beginning, war will be unfolded. Mm. You're, More you're,
1: will be revealed.
0: You're on the uh, right track. We're all on the right track.
1: Well, it's the only track you're fucking on. So it must be the right track. <laughs> well, <laughs> Do you know of any other track that you're on that's not this track? Like, this. Is the-
0: to stay connected <laughs> to people that are influencing him in, in, the, in, in this kind of... I
3: feel like somehow the focus got on me. I don't know what, no, how that... No, I think it's happened.
0: actually really great. <laughs> I think it's perfect because she had an opportunity to speak to that. Yeah. Because I'm not going through problems. So it would have never came up. I think it was a really good way to speak to people that are actually struggling or in pain with their relationship. Yeah.
1: I mean, most people are in pain. Just turn on the fucking news and you'll just see mm-hmm. pain down the street. You know, the, the pain piece is almost inevitable now. It, I think it's, you know, I... I, I A lot of years in AA, in prime time, significant amount of years trained as an MFT, but depth psychology, Jungian background, you know, all of it goes so well and hand in hand with the 12 step principles and the recovery program. Mm. So I'm able to, you know, I'm, I spend a lot of years and a lot of hours really learning I mean, that's what, that's what I do for a living is the human mind and the, the sort of taking apart what patterns. What do you do for a living? Marriage family therapist.
3: So you see clients?
1: So I have a, pri- a private practice, and I work in treatment also. And a lot of my clients are, well, most of them are addict, alcoholic backgrounds, a lot of couples, um, just similar sort of issues. Um
3: you're doing mm-hmm. the good work. That's what you do daily, like Yeah,
1: that's what I do all day every day. You know, clients, groups, couples, families. So when you when you when you talk about what you talk about, like I'm I can't help but get into it, mm-hmm. you know? Plus we have no sense of direction. So we'll just get into whatever's <laughs> in front of me. Yeah, I mean this was <laughs> like
0: really really good and really covered some really, really, um, incredible stuff that is like, like we were, like we were saying, it's, it's hard to see, man. It's hard for us to, to, to be emotionally connected to this idea of, uh, of, you know, not us, not deserving.
3: Love. It feels a little weird because I'm supposed to be the sponsor and I've got 25 years and I'm older than you guys. And here I am being the fucked up one for over a year now, maybe two years. I feel like maybe he's my sponsor and I'm, it's helped
0: me a lot, I mean,
3: you know, but humility, right? I mean, who knows? Any one of us could go through some stuff and, and that's,
1: it's not about age.
0: I, I literally um, called Sharin like a year or two ago and I was, like, I was frantic. I didn't know what to do. I was mm. really in a bad place cause Veronica was traveling a lot and I wasn't, uh, I was feeling like needy and a little bit, I wasn't, I don't know, it was a hard time, you know, like, she, like Angela right now is going through her thing. Like she had to go through her thing and I had to be there loving her, watching her, letting her figure her process out. And then it, it luckily it worked out and she doesn't travel as much anymore, but that was a scary time, you know, mm-hmm. I got through it.
1: Yeah, and what you what you, what seems to be like shit is fucked up, sometimes it's you can't see it now, but any time in my life that things haven't looked in place and they've just seemed really awful and odd and random and chaotic, that's when it was really falling into place. I just couldn't see it
3: then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he says too, pretty much. And yeah. it had more to do with you than
0: any of the other shit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So when it looks like it's, you know, sometimes we look at people and go, you have the house and you have the marriage and you have the job and you have blah, blah, blah. You're good. And I'm dying inside. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Nothing on my outside life is able to define where I'm at inside. Some things, yes. But when relationships are chaotic and messy and not, you're not fucking having sex all day and just loving each other and texting, you know, like you're not in that state. So it seems like oh maybe this is not right maybe we're out of love maybe w- whatever the fuck mm-hmm. but really in the messiness is when I can really get closer some of the closest times that I feel with with Jesse is after like heated argument like mm-hmm. sh- shirt rip like messy shit I won't even get into because then it's like like she's the professional uh, yeah. you know what I mean like messy I mean like borderline questionable wow. you know what no, I, mean? I know what you're but saying but th- like give it. G- Going on the other side of the mess, though, not just bickering, but like true, probably a handful of like hot, heated, insane, just shitting on one another, just tapping every, every um, trigger point. Hmm of back, like just messy. Wow. And I have completely disregarded you as a human. Not even somebody <laughs> I love, but just even like as a human being. Oh,
3: wow. Yeah, Angela did that recently, and she's never done that before.
1: But but when you make it to the other <laughs> side of that, I'm closer. We're, we, we get closer. Yeah. Because I got to see the dark, and I didn't run. I'm still here. Fuck yeah. Hmm. I got to see just how fucked up you are.
0: And and how fucked up I am, or uh, for acting right. that way. Also, but like,
1: both like, of us, like yeah. one another, got to see the yeah. dark. Yeah. and I respect you more wow. because you let me see that. You let me go there because that shit only comes out do, when you, you're special. Do you hmm. think
0: that that? Uh, uh, do you think that um, that has the same effect when you're not aware of it? But well. Like when you're fighting
1: and... and no, it's, yeah, I think that depends. You know Sometimes I mean? we just kiss and make up and we say the right things. But it's and blah, blah. still like It can be. But I think when you're aware of, when you're self-aware and in touch, I can experience more of a contact with a higher power. I can experience God present in that space within us after we've done the crying and the sobbing and the yelling and I go like, I... That was me. I was, I was being five and I was terrified that you were going to leave and I was going to be neglected yet again. Like when I'm able to tap into what had me be that, you could have just not even been in the room. That was my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And you stood there and stayed and, and indirectly sort of held me through that and didn't judge and didn't run. Like truly in depth sort of coming to the other side, not just... Uh, you know, like I said, like just kissing makeup and it's all good now. We're happy. That's when I've really learned that that's when it, when people come get closer together because it's I'm able to see what I didn't even think was possible. <laughs> like, wow.
0: I think if everyone could could see it that way, it'd be so incredible, you know, because all the times you have problems with other people I think there's this automatic distance that kind of happens. But the truth is, if we just keep talking about it and figuring it out, we're actually getting closer together. So more, more will be revealed to you and we'll, we'll keep talking about it and you'll you'll be coming on, obviously, more. And I'd love to have you on more too, Shirin. Yeah. This was a great uh, little conversation. Um, It's been like a long time, so I don't even know how long it's been, but it's been a long time. So you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. Thanks, It's really cool. Thanks for coming
2: on and all this stuff. All right. All right.